0: You're listening to RNIB Connect Radio. It's the movie review with blind movie critic Jay Forty from BlindsideReviews.com. Hi, Jay.
1: Hi, Simon. How are you doing today?
0: I'm very well, Jay. Thank you very much. I'm enjoying the, the joys of spring.
1: Uh, I know. It. It's, uh, uh, I, I bet you over there, it's just beautiful this time of year. You're getting the weather a little warmer and all that other kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, I pray you're out cycling and doing all kinds of stuff now, aren't you?
0: Well, in theory, yes.
1: Oh, you know what? Hey, did you get your haircut, Diamond?
0: How did you know that?
1: <laughs> Wait, your voice sounds a little higher, so I thought maybe when you you can tell that from
0: that is incredible. You can tell with a when you're blind, your other senses are certainly strengthened.
1: Exactly. Over the phone, I could tell about about yeah, getting your haircut, and you know what? And, and we, I, I, you probably did it for we're talking about a barber shop a little bit later. So that's probably why you did it for our review today, right?
0: Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting fed up of people standing on my hair. (laughs) Anyway, enough of this frivolity. We have uh, two movies to review today, and uh, we'll kick off with The Huntsman, Winter's War. It's a 12A. It opened uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's an action-adventure drama directed by uh, Cedric Nicholas Troyan. And uh, in the cast, we've got Chris Hensworth, Jessica Chastain. We've got Charlize Theron. And uh, as a war between rival queen sisters, Ravina and Freya escalates. Eric and fellow warrior Sarah, members of the Huntsman Army, raised to protect Freya, try to conceal their forbidden love as they combat Ravina's wicked intentions.
1: If it's the Snow White tale, you're looking for discover the story that came before
0: mirror mirror on the wall who is the fairest of them all you are my queen but your sister holds a baby you will grow to be more beautiful than you. But should any harm come to the child, your sister's power will be unleashed. With mirror's dark magic, I'll rule the world. That mirror is an evil and dangerous thing. We have to destroy it together.
1: This is what I trained you for. So, have you got a plan? Hi. Is
0: that any good? No. Okay, I give up. Where's Snow White?
1: <laughs> ah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, this film is actually a Prequel and a sequel to Snow White and the Huntsman, so it actually begins first half hour. I checked my watch, much to dismay, my talking watch to the people in the, uh, the theater because I knew it was a prequel. verse I uh, saw so a half hour in. We're talking about what happened before Snow White. So what happened? Uh, there are two evil queens. Uh, one is uh, played by Emily Blunt. One by Charline Theron and they, the one, um, ends up starting her own kingdom as Freya, M- Emily Blunt, starts her own kingdom. And she starts uh, this army of huntsmen. And that's where the huntsman comes from in Snow White, the huntsman later, you know. So she starts her own kingdom and she gets kids, uh, just snatch them from the parents. They become huntsmen. And uh, two of them fall in love. Now, just before you go, oh, no, they're boys and girls that are huntsmen. So that's why they, uh, but we, we won't go into that. So uh, they fall in love. Uh, the love is forbidden by the queen. So now they're, uh, I guess you want to call, sent away to different parts of the kingdom or the world. And uh, they don't find each other for seven years. Now that's when the Snow White takes place, the Snow White film. So now, a, a I won't say a black screen comes up seven years later. Now we have the, these two characters are a little bit older, and they're played by uh, Chris Hemsworth and by Jessica Chastain. So that's now the older Huntsman here. And of course, they find each other, and the, the whole goal here is there's that mirror that uh, uh, Charlotte Theron, who, who, who at this time was uh, uh, another queen, the bad queen, she, they're looking for this. They're looking for this uh, mirror. The Huntsman and and the, uh, the the evil queen. That's what this whole movie's about. I don't know what happened, Simon. As you can tell, Did I confuse you there, Simon.
0: Oh, right. What's all it? Yeah, no. What?
1: <laughs> I'm trying to. When you see this movie, I want you to understand what happened. <laughs> so uh, I know it's kind of confusing, and that's why I was trying to explain it. And it's really confusing. I I honestly, I'm not quite sure why they even made a second husband. Like you said, this is the first time I've ever done a prequel and a sequel in the same movie. Now, in this film, this is a, you know, a dark fairy tale. And um, Karen, a friend of mine, took me to the film. My wife doesn't even like these kind of films. And (laughs) she said that, uh, but Karen likes these dark fairy tales. She said the absolute, the the, um, costumes which I had known from before, the other film. The costumes were great. The set pieces are great. Makeup looks absolutely fantastic. But if you're blind like me, you could care less. I'm stuck with a story that's meandering around and confusing. And, 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 and even Simon, when I tried to explain it to you, didn't even know what's happening. Uh, or, or do you, Simon?
0: No, particularly, no. It, it, it seems that they've, they've tried to make it more humorous, though, haven't they?
1: Well, so I'm glad you said that. Because, yes, is it a comedy? Is it a romance? Or uh, is it an action film? Well, there's a little bit of comedy because there's four dwarfs that kind of do the comic relief. They're helping you know, Chris Hemsworth look for this dark mirror. Well, they really don't help. I don't know what the four dwarfs are going to do. But they don't help. They're just supposed to be comic relief. They're not that funny. Uh, but it actually breaks monotony. Action, I thought the action scenes were just just thrown in. Um, now, here I was going to give you, we have Chris Hemsworth and, uh, Jessica Chastain where it was the love interest. No chemistry at all between the two. And, you know, I could care less if either one um, died or, or lived, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and actually the women, and even the women in the film were not overly thrilled, no clapping at the end of the screening or anything else. You know, of course, the girls in the film, you know, the screening, they, I'm sure they enjoyed it, not as good as the first from what I've, I've talked to a couple about. But, uh, you know, uh, guys just don't care for it. Now, um, of course, the women are stuck with superhero films that us guys are going to try to watch. So, so uh, we have that there. Now, Simon, let me quickly tell you this. Here's two interesting things. You notice you mentioned about Snow White. Uh, Kristen Stewart was not in this film. And they had a big blank seven years out. And now, from what I understand the two reasons, and they never say exactly, but remember... She had a, an affair with the director of the last film, and, and he was married. So they're going, to ah, did they cut her out because of that? Did she want too much money? They're not sure. But uh, it probably, uh, you know, I've become more of a little fan of Kristen Stewart. She's not you know, not as bad as she's a lot better actress than she was back in the Twilight film. Next, uh, something quite interesting, Simon. Charlene Theron is uh, found out Remember when the Sony hackings come oh, a couple of years ago when they hacked into Sony and, and found out all kinds mm. of emails and stuff like that? She, at that time, she found out that Chris Hemsworth was making $10 million in this film. She was hey, wait a second. I, I don't, I'm not making that much. I want more money. So they had to give her more money, even though she's not in it very much. So to a couple quite interesting um, pieces of trivia there. The film itself, uh, if you're a woman, you like the first Snow White. Go check it out. Guys, definitely stay away. It's not as good as the first one, Simon. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I hope this is the last one. That they make this dark fairy tale in the Snow White series here. Anyway, it's uh, it's not exactly one of the top films of the year. Well, maybe even closer to the bottom ones.
0: All righty. Uh, yeah, definitely a film that's that works better if you can see it. What would you give it as a rating?
1: Let's give it, you know what? I'm going to give it a C-. I really want to give it lower, but because of the women in the audience, and I, and I know they will, some will enjoy it. So I'm gonna, not going to drop it below that C minus rating. We don't want to drop it in the deeper dog, you know.
0: No, we don't. Well, I, I do, but but, but we can't. <laughs> but we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> All right, that's a, a C minus, nearly a deeper dog. For uh, Huntsman. But we move on. You're listening to The Movie Review on RNIB Connect Radio with blind movie critic Jay 40 and Simon Pauley. Moving on to Shop, the next cut. And uh, Certificate 12A opened uh, on Tuesday, April 19th. It's a comedy directed by Malcolm D. Lee. And starring in it, we've got Ice Cube, we've got Regina Hall, we've got Anthony Anderson. As the surrounding community has taken a turn for the worse... The crew at Calvin's barber shop come together to bring some much needed change to their neighborhood. The Streets is crazy right now. I damn near got robbed the other day. I got robbed twice and got my ass beat by the second robber for giving all my money to the first. Uh uh-uh. uh. She
1: wasn't playing. <laughs> this neighborhood was always rough, <laughs> but there's something different going on. Ain't hey, shooting out there. I don't want to tie a virtue. Get your old ass down, man. I ain't getting down there. It take me too long to get back up. Meanwhile, we got to raise Jalen in this mess. You don't understand how dangerous it is out there. Y'all need anything? Y'all straight? We got to take our
0: streets back. We put our minds together. We going to get some solutions.
1: So much love for everybody in this neighborhood. Turn that up! Yeah, this got going to be some of my best work. I bet he won't be talking back to his mama no more. Give <laughs> me George Jefferson. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I like the look of this. That's why I got my haircut. cut.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You wanted, to, you wanted to blend in for the review today. So, yeah, this uh, hard to believe, Simon. You know, of course, there was two other barbershop films. And then there was a spinoff called Beauty Shop with Queen Latifah. in. That last one was 12 years ago. I can't, where does time go? I, I, I just thought the last one was five years ago, six years ago, 12 years ago since the last barbershop. And once again, Calvin's Barbershop is run by Calvin, played by Ice Cube. And in this film, um, it, it's actually kind of funny that Two shops have merged: Calvin's Barbershop Shop and Guy's Barber Shop in uh, the downtown Chicago. And with a, a beauty shop played by, um, I mean, with Angie is the uh, beauty shop owner. So they're in the same building, and now you have all kind of uh, smack going on between, uh, um, yeah, between the women and the men in there. So you, it begins the film like that. The, what it, uh, what was like that have men and women in that same barbershop talking. And, and, uh, yeah, but the main thing is happening here is it's in Chicago. The surrounding area has gone downhill, and there's gangs out there. So the, uh, the whole uh, people in the beauty shop and the barbershop want to team up together to try to bring something to that end of Chicago, try to calm it down. Get the gangs brought together, and that's how they uh, they try to do it. Uh, and, and I'll let you you know watch the film, Simon, if you want to, and uh, see how they do it here. Uh, it, this is really, um, it, of course, it's a comedy, and that's what it's all about. And it has some great social aspects about, and it hits some social issues uh, about gangs and violence and stuff like that. And um, it's actually. Pretty good, Simon. Not too bad of a film. Not as funny as some of the uh, comedies we talk about. But I, I, like I said, I like the way they hit on the social aspects of uh, downtown areas of, uh, of big cities.
0: Yeah, it seemed to be quite a good chemistry in it. I, I, I mean, a, a lot of jive talking, which obviously I'm down with.
1: <laughs> you know, here's that. You talk about chemistry here uh, between uh, some of the characters, which they do. But listen, this is actually quite interesting, which I didn't know. There's a, you know, I'm not into rap music necessarily, but there's a rapper named Common. And he was in this film, just like Ice Cube was a rapper back in the 90s, Common was back in the 90s. And the two of them were brutal enemies, you know, when they were rappers uh, together. And now they're in the same movie together, and, they, and they're best friends in the movie, here, which is actually kind of funny. But, uh, yeah, you can tell years later things change. But... It's well worth saying. Not a great film by any means, but um, man, it'll do decent at the box office, I think.
0: You telling that story reminds me how, how Eminem and I were, were bitter rivals back in the day, but, you know, we've, we've patched it up now.
1: And I heard it because he was jealous mm. that you were better than him. Now, is that true or not? I don't know, but that's what I heard. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm not I'm not going to say, Jay, because that's how it all started.
1: I heard that he, he was jealous he couldn't play a saxophone as good as you. So, well, he, he uh,
0: couldn't do it at the same time. That was the thing.
1: <laughs> oh, he couldn't rap and play the saxophone mm. at the same time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Simon, before we get off track here on this film, I'm giving this a B-minus rating. Once again, eh, not your top of the line comedy, but well worth seeing. Great, uh, once again, uh, social aspect of the film makes it very watchable. Yeah, B-minus rating.
0: Right, well, there you have it. Remember, if you want to find out where your nearest audio described movie is, just log on to yourlocalcinema.com. But uh, I think we'd say Barbershop's the easier one to follow with dialogue, is it?
1: Oh, most definitely. I mean, uh, it, it has a lot of good dialogue anyway as they're talking back and forth. I can follow it very easy. The other one is just almost impossible to follow. And, uh, yeah, check out Barbershop. I think, it's, Simon, I think you would even like it, especially since you just got your hair cut. I think you'll enjoy the film.
0: Well, I'm going to take your recommendation, Jay. If you'd like to chat to Jay, he has a great website, and uh, there's loads of stuff on it, and it also links to um, your Facebook page as well, doesn't it?
1: Yes, exactly. Uh, to go to my website, com and uh, uh, I, don't ask me why, but I, I, you and I talked about I went to that Greek restaurant that we after my big fat Greek wedding. You see a picture of me uh, with a big pile of Greek food. For some reason, everybody liked that Uh Picture, I'm not sure why. A picture of Jay getting ready to eat some Greek food. Just not that interesting to me.
0: <laughs> well, everybody likes to see him, see someone in their comfort zone, Jay.
1: Well, I'm always comfortable when I'm eating, so... Well, exactly.
0: <laughs> Jay for it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you for joining us. We'll speak to you next week.
1: We'll talk later, Simon.
0: You're listening to RNIB Connect Radio.